0: Yesterday was Major League Baseball's opening day and we talked all about the guys that made the show and are going to contend for Rookie of the Year. Now I want to cover some of the guys that are deeper in the systems but have a chance to break out and put themselves on the prospect list this year. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, we'll come on into Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And everybody's talking about your Bobby Witts, your Julio Rodriguez, your O'Neill Cruz for the wrong reason. Uh, but let's talk about some of the deep, deep cut prospects who are primed to have good years and establish themselves as names. We're going to see a lot of turnover in that top 100. A lot of guys graduate, especially that top 10. And these are guys who are going to fill the spots of the guys who move up into those top 10s. All of these names come from either me watching spring training, or they come from somebody who was mentioned at The Athletic, Baseball America, Baseball Prospectus, MLB Pipeline, just guys that that have been talked about as, as as either having good springs or that look really good and are primed to have good seasons this year. So we're going to start with the senior circuit, the National League. And the first guy I want to talk about is left-hand pitcher Daniel Juarez of the Mets. So uh, 2019 IFA out of Venezuela. And he's a guy that, st- stature-wise there's not a lot to him. 5'11", 155. He has a lot of space to add good weight and muscle onto that frame. And he hasn't thrown a bunch of professional ball. I mean, above rookie level competition, he's got two and a third innings. But it's something where despite his size, he's seen as having a a, a pretty good fastball, a really solid slider, and then his changeup is, is getting better every year. And so... Uh, in the Florida Complex League last year, 38% strikeout rate. And overall, 256 ERA, 0.95 whip. And in 17 appearances, his opponents only batted 106. Um, 17 appearances, like a one start, 31 in the third innings, struck out 46, only gave up two homers. And so he's got a little bit of control concerns. They walked 19 guys. But if you are a lefty, and you can get dudes to swing and miss, and you've got velo, you have a chance to kind of get fast-tracked and move through the system. So Daniel Juarez, uh, a guy to expect a lot out of this year in 2022. Uh, keeping it in the same division, How uh, You Lee, shortstop for the Phillies. So 2021 international signee, uh, he was from Taiwan, and it's something where we've seen him In international competition before, he competed for Chinese Taipei uh, at the Under-18 World Cup, the Under-15, the Under-12. And in the Under-18 World Cup, he actually was the cleanup hitter in 2019 at 16 and beat the United States. So uh, he's like the number 20 or 23 or so prospect in the Phillies system. But uh, Florida Coast League last year, or Florida Complex League last year, so rookie ball, 364 12-13 12, 13 OPS, uh, went to instructional league, looked really good there, and so he's a guy where he's going to go to full season this year based on his ability to make contact uh, and and cover the strike zone. I feel like he's a guy that's primed to make a jump and do you know and and do something in a full season of ball. Uh, so expect him to kind of come up that list a bit after this season. Um, Another guy. Outfielder Ismail Mungia from the Giants. So he was at High A West last year. They won uh they won the league and I, and he was part of the reason for this. He's 5'10", batted 3 360, 336 366 502. Um 9 home runs last year, 57 runs, 53 RBIs. And so it's weird. He doesn't strike out a lot. Like 7.6% Uh, strikeout rate but he doesn't walk a lot either and so it's one of those I mean he signed in 2015 and he's kind of been quiet he's kind of been out of uh you know he's he's not in that top prospects list because he's a little bit older he's 24 years old but he's a lifetime 298 hitter with like 1300 at bats and so he's a guy where you know losing that season definitely hurt him that's why he's older than a lot of other guys at his level but I feel like uh, based on some of the stuff we saw at the end of the year last year with the Emeralds and Eugene, based on some of the stuff we saw in spring from him, he has a chance to really kind of establish and look good this year. Um, Another guy here, so uh, Cardinals, pros- uh, Cardinals pitcher Jake Walsh. So he's a guy, uh, 16th rounder in 2017. And I love the stories of the deeper prospects who make the list. He's somewhere in... You know, he's on the 40-man roster. They added him last year. He's somewhere around 30, 32nd on the thing. Uh, And part of the issues he had was really dominant when he debuted in 2017. Uh, Started off as a reliever, moved into the rotation. Uh, 2019, tore his right UCL, had Tommy John, lost to 2020. So in 2021, uh, they moved him back to the bullpen as he was coming back from the TJ. 22 innings. 2 RA, 34 strikeouts, 8 walks. Uh, went to the Arizona Fall League. Struck out 10 guys in 10 innings. Uh, 4 saves and 5 opportunities. And so he's got a plus fastball. It's a sinker, which I love a sinker baller. Uh, has a very good curveball. He's a guy who I feel like is going to get a chance to come up to the big league level and contribute to for St. Louis this year, even though he's an unheralded prospect down in the, you know, down in like... 30 or so ranking just somebody who dealt with adversity lost some time and I think he's not higher on the list because he lost so much time but definitely a guy who can contribute at the big league level and I think you'll see him get called up this year and then the last one uh, for the National League is shortstop Vaughn Grissom of the Braves 11th rounder in 2019 they signed him for like 350 grand and he's got very impressive contact ability um, had a 143 WRC plus last year between low A and high A. And, you know, as we know, Dansby Swanson's a free agent after this season. So if he doesn't get extended by Atlanta, there's going to be talk about who replaces Dansby Swanson. They've got Braden Shoemaker. Um, Braden Shoemaker's been playing really well with some offensive adjustments that he made. Uh, Von Grissom's a guy that you may have to use a bridge shortstop for a year or even you sign a vet to a two year deal as a bridge to get to Von Grissom if you think he's the guy. But uh, he's got very good contact ability. Uh, he has a natural ability to, to you know, bat-to-ball skills kind of thing there. And then understands the strike zone. And so uh, walk-to-strikeout rate's really good. He's able to, you know, he, he, he knows very well what is and is not a strike. Uh, he's got uh, very solid, just foundational hitting skills. The thing we've been waiting on is the power. He's got raw power. It shows up in batting practice. He's got exit VLOs. His max exit VLO is 113. He's got all of that, but it hasn't always manifested in the games. Uh, he's one of those guys that feels like he's going to be more of an average guy than a power guy. Uh, his 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 slugging numbers have gone up throughout seasons in, in ball. Like from beginning of season to end of season, his slugging numbers get better. So he's starting to understand where he can unleash that power. And he's got room to add... Um, To add weight to his frame, he's defensively. The question is, can he stick it short? Uh, He has the arm strength for second or third. He's got the hands where he could play second if they need to. The question is, his range Uh, can he do it or not? But he's going to go, he's going to move to a higher league. I believe his assignment is double A this year. So he's going to get a chance against a higher level of competition. And if Dansby Swanson isn't re signed, it's going to be a competition between Braden Shoemaker. And Von Grissom to figure out who's the next Brave shortstop of the future, even if they have to bridge for a minute in there. And in just a minute, I do want to kind of go through the American League guys, because there's plenty of of good guys in this junior circuit as well. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bars are the protein bars that taste like candy bars and are better for you than candy bars. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only four grams of sugar and four net carbs. So candy bars are normally, you know, 200 plus calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. Uh, The energy doesn't stay with you the same. You get a quick burst of sugar and then you crash. Uh, You know, Built Bars help you stretch out, make it to your next meal and be satisfied. So go to Built.com. They've got tons of flavors there. Uh, Mint brownie, white chocolate cookies and cream they threw out a shamrock one for the holiday uh, for St. Patrick's Day last year so check out all the regular flavors, the limited time flavors and the seasonal flavors while you're there use promo code locked15 for 15% off your order that's promo code locked15 at built.com so looking at some of these guys when we're talking about the um, the American League one of the guys by my notes here, one of the guys that I like, left hand pitcher Nick Vespi of the Orioles, and I've just always been a lefty guy. I love lefty. Um, I love lefty pitchers. Obviously, that's what I was, uh, but I think he's a little under discussed because he's got the best pitching prospect in baseball in his system. Uh, went in Double A last year, had 19 innings, 1.42 ERA, 26 strikeouts. Uh, struggled a little bit when he bumped up to AAA at the end of the year last year, but uh, he, and he's probably going to start there, but his Arizona Fall League performance looked pretty good. Uh, 219 ERA, 12 and a third innings, uh, 14 strikeouts, was actually an all-star in the Arizona Fall League. Um, so he was an 18th rounder in 2015, but he's definitely a guy that that is somewhat close to the majors, obviously did not make it. He's going to start in AAA. Uh, I think he's going to be a impact reliever for the Orioles, and if he has a good start of the season at AAA Norfolk, he has a chance to debut over the summer. He was actually invited; he was a non-roster invitee to spring training. Uh, again, didn't make the team, but has a chance to contribute probably sooner rather than later. Same thing; they're going to have they're doing with everybody. They're probably going to get him past the Super Two deadline and then bring him up outfielder Cody Thomas of the A's, not the most prominent uh Athletics outfielder with Christian Pache, but uh 2015 draft guy um, and actually funny story, very similar to uh to Kyler Murray as far as star quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners and a legitimate NFL draft prospect and then stuck with baseball. So he was in the Dodger system for 5 years, was traded to Oakland prior to this season, and it's something where Triple A Las Vegas before he hurt his Achilles last year, and ended the season. Uh, fifty nine games had uh, had eighteen homers, four triples, twenty doubles, fifty two RBIs, ten twenty eight OPS. Uh, so, all five of his minor league seasons, he's hit somewhere between eighteen and twenty three home runs. A little bit of an older prospect. He's a uh, twenty three, uh, and he is, you know, he's somewhere around that thirty or so level. But tons of raw power. Average exit velo is like 90 miles an hour. Uh, you know, so he, he he goes pull side a lot. He's, so he's got to fix that. And he's got swing and miss issues. Uh, 35% or so uh, whiff rate. But a guy that the power, like you know, when he connects, it's going to do great. It reminds me profile-wise of somebody like an Adam Duvall. Um, he's, he's, he can play a corner outfield. Uh, his arm is good enough. You'd think being a former quarterback, his arm would be better, but whatever. He's on the 40-man roster. Uh, he has a chance with a good season in, 20, in, in 2022 to maybe get called up late in the year as a, as a cup of coffee or compete for a job in 2023. Uh, Cade Marlowe, uh, outfielder for the Mariners. Again, another guy who is not the most prominent uh, outfielder in his own system. Um, left-hand hitter, 20th round pick out of Division II in 2019, but had a 2020 campaign last year. 26 home runs, 24 stolen bases, led minor league baseball with 107 RBIs. Uh, him and Spencer Torkelson were tied for ninth with like 60-plus extra base hits. Went from high A to A. He's like in the... He, I think he broke the top 20 in the Mariners' system, which would be like being in the top 30 in somebody else's because the Mariners have a great system. So, I mean, $5,000 to get this guy in 2019. Um, but plus speed, above average defender, plus raw power when he actually connects. Uh, I mean, exit velos are great. He does have swing and miss in the zone. He's got to kind of figure out contact against better pitchers. But he's very smart. um you know, very, very good work ethic. And so I'm confident he'll be in double A here. Uh, he'll go from there. Once he, I, I expect him to do well in double A, move to triple A partway through the season, probably back third of the season. Uh, and be, if he does well there, be competing for a call up, maybe mid season next year. Um, a guy that absolutely can compete, uh, has the physical talent to compete at a high level. And then, uh, Elijah Durham, outfielder for the Yankees. So he was a 40th rounder in 2019. Wasn't necessarily happy with that. Uh, 2020 was a five round draft. Didn't get picked. Signed with the with the Yankees as a free agent. Uh, so he got the maximum twenty thousand they let you do in 2020. Um, went his went to low A Tampa. Started off with a 14 game on base streak. Included having a four-hit game, went to Hudson Valley uh, on in June, finished the year there. Combined 263, 362, 463, uh, 93 games with 13 homers, 25 doubles, 72 runs, 57 RBIs, and 28 stolen bases in 33 attempts. Uh, went to the Arizona Fall League, was the breakout player of the year there. 357, 465, 571 in 23 games in the Arizona Fall League. So absolutely has the contact ability. Um, Average exit below was just under 90 miles an hour. Max was 111. So uh, issue is he does hit the ball on the ground too much. So you've got to kind of raise his launch angle, uh, raise his swings where he can get more line drives and fly balls. When he does put a bat on a ball, it's hard contact. It's quality contact. Defensively, He's got plus speed, can, uh, can fit in left field, doesn't have the strongest arm, but has a good enough arm, throw him in left. Probably, he, I think he's starting off at Double A this year. He's a guy, good contact, good on base skills, tested against some higher level pitching. If that works out, you can move him to AAA, back half of the season. And then he's a guy you can call on if you have an injury to one of those massive outfielders um, there in New York next season. Uh, final guy for uh, this is Arizona Diamondbacks top fifteen prospect Ryan Bliss. Uh, somebody where undersized, he's a short king. You've heard me talk about him before. He's a short king, and he's one of those guys where he's more than the sum of his parts. Uh, he, you know, he set out to to develop more power, uh, kind of copied the swing of Mookie Betts with the leg lift and leg kick and everything, but has a good feel. On barreling a ball, can hit the ball to all fields. I uh, had a 443 slugging percentage in low A last year. I think he was a what was it? Batting average 259, on base 322, slugging 443. Uh, hit six home runs in 37 games in low A. I believe he got moved up to high A to start this year. It's a guy where uh, he's got good hands, good range, good footwork. His arm is seen as fringe to average, but he makes up for it by by with his instincts and with being able to anticipate what the ball is gonna do and, and be in the right position. May eventually have to move to second. We don't know. Uh but definitely a guy that the power if the power continues to play up as it has as he, you know, as he finished college and then went to Pro Ball, uh definitely a guy who you could see as being you know, one of your up-the-middle mainstays in just a couple years there in Arizona. And just a minute to finish off the farm Friday, I do want to cover uh, some of the interesting promotions that you're in for this year in AA, or sorry, in the minors. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can get all the latest developments, including things about the Masters, today's Game uh, is, is day two of the Masters. So obviously, we're looking to see who's going to make the cut to the weekend. Um, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because Online is where the game starts. So MILB Pipeline had a great article about some of the really interesting promotions in minor league baseball because when you look at my at at the minors there's two different ways to look at the minors right one is this is this exists for player development to get guys into mlb the other way to look at it is these are all community organizations that are trying to get fans to come in they are marketing to fans and they are providing a family experience and so often on this show and on a lot of prospect shows, we focus on the baseball aspect of that. We focus on the, the what can this guy learn at this level and then move to the next level. But some of these promotions are just really interesting. So I kind of want to go through some of these things from MLB Pipeline that they pulled out. Uh, the path okay, here's one. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. I was actually watching some of them last night with my son because he thinks the logo is hilarious. But June 24th, they're having cathartic scream night. So the idea is before the seventh inning stretch, you're just going to be able to just give a cathartic scream, get it out, get the pinup feelings out. We've dealt with a lot of stuff in these last couple of years between the pandemic and everything. And so cathartic scream night, you can just let it all out. Everybody's going to do it together. It's just, it seems kind of brilliant. June 24th. Jacksonville, Florida, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Um, something that I've seen quite a bit of uh, in probably the last decade is characters from the office making appearance at minor league games. So, um, Brian Bumgarner, who played Kevin, Kate Flannery, who played Meredith, Leslie David Baker, who played Stanley, are all going making appearances at minor league ballparks this year. One of the notable ones, the AAA St. Saint Paul Saints have Leslie David Baker who played Stanley coming on April 26th because April 26th is National Pretzel Day. Fans of the office will understand the reference and so he is coming to um, CHS Field for the St. Saint Paul Saints on April 26th for National Pretzel Day to take pictures. Obviously they're going to have pretzels for sale and all of that um, and there's a lot of a lot of like regional food temporary things that teams are doing, uh, where it's you know the the team is changing the name for a day. Triple A Fresno since 2015, they're like they are the Grizzlies, but since 2015 they have been talking about like their their temper their alternate identity, their food based rebrand has been the tacos, the Fresno tacos, and so you've got all kind of stuff like that. Augusta, the uh, the Augusta Green Jackets, which is Named after the masters, fit, fitting to talk about them this week. Uh, they have a thing on June 18th. They will be the Augusta Pimento Cheese. So, love a good Pimento Cheese. Love a pen, Pimento Cheese sandwich. One of my favorite things to eat on a summer day. Uh, definitely something I feel like I need to check out. Um, Stock the uh, Single A Stockton. They're going to do a thing on April 30th where they're Stockton asparagus. You, they grow it there. Uh, San Jose is going to be the churros multiple times this season. They've got great churros. Go check those out. So fun stuff like that. Um, talking about the rebrands. The Portland Sea Dogs have a couple different ones they're going to do. So June 10th, they'll be the uh, Portland Whoopie Pies. Uh, July 1st, they'll be the Portland uh, Red Snappers. And then August 13th, they'll be the uh, Portland, I'm sorry, the the Maine Bean Suppas. And I believe these are all like fundraisers that they're doing for for different organizations that revolve around food insecurity and things like that. It's just, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just rebrand. Sometimes it's about the giveaways. Something here the article talks about. And I really love this one is Double A Erie SeaWolves. So they're a they're an affiliate of the Tigers. And in 2021, they had Spencer Torkelson uh, on the roster. He played third. He uh, played 50 games, hit 14 home runs, and so all season they have six different dates where they're doing what they call Torque Tuesdays, and it's a Spencer Torkelson-related giveaway. Uh, They've got a poster, they've got a card set, they've got a binder, they've got a Torque tank top, uh, a lunch bag, and a, a jersey thing. So just kind of taking a former player and branding a bunch of stuff around them. And then, Pensacola Blue Wahoos Double A, and it's actually close to me. I'm probably going to make it to this one, but they've one of their final promos of the year is going to be a Watson and Watson bubblehead. So, uh, co-owner of the Pensacola Blue Wahoos is professional golfer Bubba Watson. They also have a ballpark dog who goes and retrieves bats and things like that, who is named Bubba. So they are doing a giveaway of, uh, like, the the bobblehead is of the two of them. It's of Bubba and Bubba. And then something that my wife's going to probably insist that we go to if we're free. July 6th, the Single A Inland Empire 66ers in California. They're in um, the California League. They are doing nothing night. Nothing night free admission. Free parking, no amplified sound, no promos, it's just baseball, nothing else. Sometimes it's what you need. Just a good night at the ballpark. Coming up on Monday, we have our mailbag. If you have questions for the show, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked on Farm. You can email us at Prospects at gmail.com. But until then, enjoy the minor league games. And this has been Locked on MLB Prospects.